You mean to hit go live this time? I did. <laughs> you found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to talk about AK says Billy Donovan has done an unbelievable job. We're also going to talk about Rhodes reporting that the Bulls are the, f- the front runners to sign Russell Westbrook. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat, apparently, AK feels like Billy Donovan has done an unbelievable job. Unbelievable. Unbelievably bad. Unbelievably good. I don't know. Maybe he's just <laughs> he legitimately shocked at where we are right now. <laughs> How do you feel about AK's comments, bro? Oh, Pat's frozen. We lost Pat. Pat went down. AK took Pat down. Is that Pat? Are you back? All right, there you go. Am I am I back? What's going You're back. on? You're back. Oh, what, what just happened? Why did my internet decide to tweak right at restream, this moment? Restream, restreaming, bro. That's all I can tell you. Um, so, uh, I, I guess here's the thing, right? Here's, here's the part where you got to look at and say, like, we don't know the ins and outs. We don't know the day to day. We don't know, you know, what really Donovan is doing everything behind the scenes. If the reports that we're hearing about Zach Levine, and I, I will say, right. Like, I don't, I, I've talked to some people that I know that are close in the organization. I'm not going to say that I'm hearing what David Kaplan was saying, where all of a sudden, right. It's the rest of the team versus Zach, but I am Mm -hmm. hearing that there's some issues that are being related to Zach Levine, a part of this organization right now. If there's a lot of that going into it and you can clearly see that that's an issue that the bulls are having and Billy Donovan's trying to work through that issue as best he can, maybe that's where he's coming from, right? Maybe that's, that's the part. That's a fair point. We're we're not, you know what I mean? Like that's the, that's the only thing that I can think because to me, right. Not to say every night, Billy Donovan's, a bad coach, but there's too many nights where I look at it. And I just like, I don't understand what you're trying to do here. I don't stand, understand why you're going with a lineup where Patrick Williams is a center and your power forwards, DJJ, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't get why we're doing that, but I don't, I, I can't say that I know everything that's happening within the organization and the issues that Lee Donovan might be having to work through to get to a point. We can't act like we've never seen right. A certain piece or, 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 uh, um, turmoil happening within with with certain players and things like that where if that player's situation changes or if something is removed from that player all of a sudden the organization starts to move a little bit better so i don't know I, no i feel completely where that's a very rational and fair uh perspective to come at that from um and but of course, you know, us as being Bulls fans and seeing the team and the product on the <laughs> court. To me, to me, I wish he would have said that then because that not, yeah. not to let us yeah, in yeah. on that there's turmoil, just to say, hey, I love the way he's managed the locker room. You can say that yeah. when you just say, like, we feel like he's done an unbelievable job and we sit at below 500. Of yeah. course, the questions are going to come from that. So, and and that's my biggest thing right now. I wish that there was more transparency from this front office, especially with right after 
uh, AK's uh, or the day after AK's press conference, we get word and rumor that they may be shutting down Lonzo Ball for the rest of the season at the All Star break. It's like that's the kind of transparency I would like to see from the front office. Just tell, like, what are we going to do? We can't stop you from shutting down Lonzo Ball for the rest yeah. of the season. Like, just just let us in on something. He still didn't address the Billy Donovan e- extension. Like, it's just things like that. I think it would go a little bit further. You would get more understanding from this fan base that is understandably upset at, at where this team sits right now if we just had a little bit more transparency. What does that change for us, though? I've always wondered that, right? Because everybody yeah. always everybody always says that. It's like, we need to hear from the GM. We need to know what's going on in there. What's happening? Like, what does that change for everybody? It's not like if I hear, hey, guys, we suck right now. Like, it's going to make me feel better. Like, mm. I, I feel – and I, I'll say this, right? Like, after watching a press conference uh, the other day with, with him, a lot of softballs thrown his way. A lot of softballs bro. thrown AK's way, bro. I'm not gonna like. I mean, like underhanded t-ball shots. Yeah, you don't you don't throw the ball with t-ball, but underhanded, <laughs> underhanded pitches. The AK was just like, wow, <laughs> down the third baseline. Like it's like, let's ask some hard hitting questions. The first question I would have had was, okay, uh, if Billy Donovan has done an unbelievable job. What specifically uh, are you citing? Are you citing the play on the court? Because this team's under 500. They haven't mm-hmm. played well or up to par. Are you citing? You know, I don't ask those questions to try and dig deeper. I think the one guy that that's, was willing to do that most mm-hmm. in the room um, is old and tired Say now, and that's Sam it. Smith. <laughs> that's exactly he, right. He's Sam, old and tired now. Yeah, like, Sam, yeah. Sam, like, hey, brother, I'm just trying to ride but through to, it, bro. Keep writing these articles and keep it pushing, baby. Yeah. To answer your question on what that does for us, to me, I'm not one of the ones that I don't need you to tell me every single call you made at the trade deadline. I'm just specifically speaking from the things that have already happened on the team. Yeah. You signed Billy Donovan to extension. Can we know how long we got him as our head coach? Yes. Right? That. If you if you do, you know, everybody's questioning Lonzo Ball. If you know you're going to shut him down, just say, hey, you know, we're looking to make a decision. Just to, just saying that we're looking to make a decision on Lonzo Ball here in the next few weeks. That's something more like the only one who's been ex- as transparent or that I would like when it comes to Lonzo is really Billy. Don- Billy Don's like, look, the dude ain't coming. He's, he's hey, far bro. away. Hey, everybody <laughs> else is lying. Anytime <laughs> they ask Billy, Billy be like, he ain't got no legs. Exactly, bro. I ain't seen him jump. Have you seen him jump? I ain't seen it. I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> we got so many issues with Billy Donovan, but the transparency that we need is coming from Billy Donovan, bro. Billy this be is like, facts. Billy this be is like, facts. I haven't seen him. Right. I'm on the team. I'm on the team. <laughs> I haven't seen him do anything. <laughs> Saw him limp to get a biscuit the other day. You guys saw him dunk? I don't know where he did that at. I've never seen that happen. I don't know where that video came from. I didn't see it. We saw him running on a treadmill. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no, nah, man, I just, I, I don't know, right? Like the transparency thing, I always hear that. I always hear, just, just tell us what's going on. And it's like, you know, like a lot of times teams are transparent when they suck and they're trying to build stuff up and they're telling you, Mm -hmm. Hey, we suck. We're trying to build this up. I think where the bulls are right now is kind of at a, at a standstill point. I think they're at a wait and see point with this current regime of, of the, of the team, because there were players that they thought were going to be more. There were players that they thought were going to be put in better position, all these things. Right. And they just haven't happened. And it's not to say that they're just going to blow this thing up because we already know they're not. But there's nothing new to tell us, really. Like, with, I, I, I don't know. For me, it's always been like, if there's something that I really need to know about, like I've been said, we we've been saying this since the season started. Lonzo's not coming back. Yeah, yeah, we we no, it's not happening. 
You know what I mean? Like, there's no update. Like, we've updated as updates have come, but Casey Johnson will say one day, Lonzo's moving in the right direction, and the very next day, this dude's got no kneecaps, and he's walking <laughs> straight leg on a pig. And then Billy Donovan, a week later, is on a press conference, like, like, what do you want me to tell you? Like, he's not <laughs> right. doing anything basketball-related. Like, <laughs> Who's telling KC this stuff, bro? I'm not going to lie to you. LeVar. It's LeVar. I'm citing LeVar, bro. Stop citing LeVar, bro. Come on, Oh man, it's just, yeah. I mean, I, I I definitely get what you're coming from as far as the transparency. I do think that sometimes as fans, we talk like, just tell us, just tell us, just tell us. Like yeah. I said, that's why I kind of focused it more towards the things that have already happened. Um, but with that being said, like as far as the AK press conference and everything, yeah. how has that changed or informed or solidified any of your thoughts surrounding this team going into the last 27 games of the season? I said this on my video, AK. From what I'm reading into his comments, maybe it's just my personal opinion, AK has given up on this season and has given up on this current core of team to me, right? Because mm. how we how we hear him talk about um, what he believes this team needs and still evaluating this, still evaluating this team. We're two and a half years in, or we're two years, two and a half, two years into this team now, and we're evaluating this team, right? If you believe that Zach Levine was the pair you played, you go find him help. Mm -hmm. If I believe Zach's like, we're just going through an injury issue right now. The hand is causing some issues. We don't have our full rotation. If I believe that, Hey, this is going to, I, I make a trade. I go out there and I get more Bob. I go out there and I get right. Like a different player that I can add into this, that if DeMar Vooch or, or something is gone in the long run, I feel good. Yeah. AK didn't do that. AK said, we're evaluating everybody that's here right now. We're still trying to figure out what the current uh, uh, roster is. And that, that says a that, lot. That speaks volumes that to says me. a lot. That that says a lot with not a few, not a lot of words that does say a lot. And, you know, we'll see. Uh, uh, AK's evaluating and we'll see what that evaluation turns up and then where it leaves this Bulls team and this, this uh, version of the roster in the offseason. Now, next up, we're going to talk about uh, uh, Russ and his possibility of coming to the Chicago Bulls. But before we get into that, I got to talk to you guys about Rocket Money. Now, the term try it free for 30 days. It's enough time uh, to try and completely forget about a uh, subscription or service. Before you know it, you're paying for a subscription you don't use every single month. With Rocket Money, you can change that in a few quick steps. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought to just watch one show or that free trial you never use, which did happen to me with Paramount Plus. I had uh, tried the free trial, ended up having it for three months, but then by the time I realized it, Good shows are back on there, so it, it kind of happens sometimes. But Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press the cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing, away, stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on NBA. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on NBA. Again, rocketmoney.com slash locked on NBA. All right, Pat. Next up, 
Woj says that the Bulls will be the front, well, maybe the front runners to sign Russell Westbrook if he is bought out in Utah. Now, the if part portion of that is, is that apparently Russ has told the uh, front office of, of Utah that he is willing to play out the rest of the season there. Now, to yeah. me, that bodes well for the Bulls for a couple of different reasons. If he is indeed bought out anyway, that the, the thought, is he going to be willing to come off the bench? To me, that says maybe because he's not starting in Utah. They're not going to start him over Colin Sexton or or Jordan uh, Crawford there. Uh, Jordan Clarkson. I don't know why I do that every I single time. I going at that, man. I don't bro. bro it's, 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 honestly, it's intentional. Uh, but what, how, how do you feel about the potential of Russ? Uh, well, Woj, the Rolls report that the Bulls may be the front runners in that case. I think it makes a lot of sense, right? Like, you know, Russ would love to come in here and work with Mo Cheeks. You know, he has already got a relationship built with Billy Donovan. He could come in and be in a place of comfort, right? Like, I, I think it makes a lot of sense for him coming to the Bulls. I don't know what that's going to bring to the Bulls, but I, I think that it makes a lot of sense for him coming here. I, I could see him... Um, the Clippers, right? Like, I think that's the other spot that was rumored for him. I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, what does he add to that team in a starting role because you mm. probably, I mean, like they, they moved on from Reggie Jackson, right? So like, what is he adding to that team in a starting role? I think, I do believe that if he comes here, he probably would start over IO. I don't think that he'd be a, an off the bench player because we keep saying he's, he's not, IO's just not a, a point guard and you can clearly see the bulls need for a point guard. As much as we say, Russell Westbrook is going to drive to the bucket. He's going to miss shots. He's going to throw it over the backboard. Not all of this stuff, right? Very much has happened in LA. I'm not I'm not discrediting any of that. Mm -hmm. Russ is a point guard. And we've seen that over the course of his career. And so to me, right, like I I could see here being the best optimal fit. Now it also depends on what Russ wants to do. Does Russ want to leave LA and go to the cold? That's a big if, right? Does he feel like he could come here and win? That's a big if, right? Like now I will say Russ seems to be able to take all of those lower tier teams and and make them a little bit more exciting um, like he did with Washington. But to me, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'll say this, right? And let me ask you this. Do you... If you bring Russ in, who's the person that loses minutes? Who's the person that gains minutes? Well, that's the thing. I disagree with that. Well, to me, I'm not, I'm not going to say this. I don't disagree that, that Billy Donovan may start him, but I think for the best basketball, you bring him off the bench. There's no way I see it working with Russell Westbrook out there with ball-dominant players and, and DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine and a center that we already don't use the correct way all the time in, in Nikola Vucevic. So I do think that it could work. I think it works in a bench capacity because then he's allowed to do the same thing he did in L.A., when he, when he was in the starting lineup in L.A., he only averaged 10 points per game. He moves to the bench. He instantly averages 16 points per game on higher efficiency because most things are able to go through him. He's not an off-the-ball player. And I know we talk about this, we need a true point guard. You, either way, if even if you do start Russ, then you move DeMar off-ball. One of them is both of them suck at being off the ball. So if you're if that's what you're doing, if you're going to start Russell Westbrook, you're, you're mitigating either him or or DeMar DeRozan, you're not getting the best out of either one of them. And that that hurts the team more than helps it. So for the best basketball, I think you have to bring one of them off the bench. And I don't see Billy Donovan making the change that what it would do to the chemistry of the team to move DeMar off the bench for a player that's only going to end up playing for you 25, 24 games that season. So that's my thought process behind it. But if he's willing to do, if he's willing to come off the bench, Russ is going to eat. You, yeah. you look at the Bulls bench and what they need off the bench. They need somebody who is going to, to 
basically set everyone else up. But also, if if nobody else decides to do anything and they watch ball watch, Russ is about to he's about to take it on people. And I think him and Drummond alone in the fast break. Then if you throw in DJJ, you throw in Javante when he's healthy on the fast break alone, and, and AK and uh, AC getting turnovers and causing disrupting there, and with with Drummond. You're looking at a bench at that point that is going to get you 30 points a night every night, regardless. I think it improves Kobe White. I think it oh, gives for sure. Kobe oh, I didn't even bring up his name. You're, you're be, that's 100% fact, brother. It, it gives Kobe White a, a legit person who's going to be looking for him on the break. Who's who's not? And now Kobe doesn't have to have the ball in his hands, right? Like so, for me, I think that it, it helps Kobe White. The, the, here's the thing: the the goal here with Russ is not for Russ to come in here and be MVP Russell Westbrook. That's never Facts. been the goal. The goal here is for Russell Westbrook to come in and be the the guy who has the facilitating ability and the one thing that i love right is is the narratives that are created in the media and stuff like that about russ um you can't vampire russell Westbrook. yeah you know what i mean you 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 can't make me believe that rush just went to la and forgot how to play basketball right like that there's no way that you that, that we can't see that that team's construction wasn't built for him to be successful. And you think Bron was going to take the back seat to Russell Westbrook? He wasn't, right? So to me, right, like, I think you'll see, no matter what team Russ plays for, I think you'll see a resurgence of Russ, not even just the ability for him to play, but just like the image of him around the league because all he's going to do is just find guys open like he did everywhere else. Like, it, like, OKC found open guys. Had nobody that could shoot the basketball there, but found, still open found guys. Him. Yeah. Washington found open guys in Houston, right? Like when we kind of saw this, saw things start to tick down. Actually, Houston's a perfect example. When we started to see things go on a down tick was when you took the ball out of his hands and told him play off ball. He goes to Washington. All of a sudden, he could play basketball again. He goes to L.A. Now he can't play basketball again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I think he's the kind of player that team construction matters a lot around. Um sure. And I'm going to be honest with you. I know there's a lot of uh, Bulls fans in here right now that are just, you can't do this. You can't. Bleep. You already know what's coming. You already I, I, know. Yeah. I, I, we're going to get I, 25 I, games in. They're going to be like, we have to resign Russell Westbrook. because <laughs> We're going to get to the playoffs. He's going to play with heart, hustle, and muscle. And they're going to be like, this is the player we miss, which might actually be the case mentality-wise because Russ is not just going to sit there and let you do what you want to do on the court. You're not going to lollygag up and down the court. You're not going to not run and not go to the bucket and not, not do what you're supposed to do. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I already foresee us just at the end of the season, like Russ is looking for $15 million a year. You can't give Russ $15 million a oh, year. No, that's not a lot of money. Point. That's and why I said it's going to be like, you guys are crazy. Oh, bro. That's why I said, like, and that's why I made sure in my statement, I said it. we're only – Signing him for 24 games. Let's be clear. <laughs> it's only 20. And I realized I didn't even answer your question. Who loses minutes? Yeah. Goran Dragic loses minutes. And then I think Kobe loses minutes in some matchups. It's either going to be Kobe. Some some of them are going to lose minutes depending on what's going on, depending on the team. So, Who's the player that gets hurt most before we go into this final topic? And who's the player that gets helped most here? Helped most? I'm going Drummond. And Javante, 1A and 1B, once Javante is healthy, who gets hurt the most, I'm potentially, I see that's the thing. I see AC hurting the most as far as shot attempts, but I think that's best for him. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think, I think, I think at that point, seriously, at that point, you're looking at Alice Caruso only taking wide open shots. 
Corner that's three. It. Wide open corner yeah. three. Why, yeah, that, that's that. all he takes at that point. Hey, man, let us know in the comments below on the Twitter side as well. Who do you think is helped most by Russ if he does join the Chicago Bulls? Who's hurt most by Russ? We'll talk about some of the other buyout players that could help the Chicago Bulls. But first, got to tell you guys about FanDuel, man, because the one thing that is heading into this Super Bowl that is going to make this Super Bowl the most interesting this year is using the only app you need on your phone when you get into it at the Super Bowl party, and that is FanDuel. They're America's number one sports book, and we're really excited to have them on our show as our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in all of America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun. Download FanDuel now so you can – Bet Super Bowl 57 with the no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your bet first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line, point spread, who will score a touchdown. Uh, for me, right, I, I guess, right, first touchdown, I would probably be a, probably be a nice bet to throw some money on, you know. Uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook is safe and uh, secure, super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly so join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on sport on Super Bowl 57 that's FanDuel.com I'm having a stroke right here you see this forward slash locked on make every moment more with FanDuel official sports betting partner of the NFL there you go all right Pat so we can mention players you can just talk in general like a lot of people do have the mindset of okay how much is a player that's getting bought out going to really help this team what do you think about it it i'll say this we we got a very different buyout market this year there are Mm -hmm. a lot of players that can go to a team and fit well just by playing a simple role right a Serge Ibaka you're not asking him to do much but if you bring him in off of the bench right like he can go out there be large you know he's going to be able to block shots he's not going to move as well still has a little bit of the corner three just small things right you're not asking a ton from buyout guys but I think where our mouth is soured because of Tristan Thompson coming in last year who just had another baby by the way dang it Jeez, Tristan, come on, bro. This man's averaging more kids and points. Him and Nick uh, Cannon are in a, in, a, in a cold war, bro. Like, like, there's a high probability the whole next generation of people are going to be related to either Tristan Thompson or Nick Cannon. Six degrees of Tristan Thompson. That's what this about to go. But no, man, I, I think that, right, like, you, you, you look at this buyout market and you see players that can actually make a real impact, not just in name, right, but players that, like, listen, at, at, at the end of the day, no matter where Russell Westbrook ends up, even if he's coming off of the bench for some team, he's going to make an impact on that team. Um, John Wall can make an impact on a team. And I'm going to be real with you. If I'm John Wall, I go to a place where I can just straight up hoop. Mm-hmm. Like for me, John Wall coming here, I, I wouldn't do that. But for 25 games going into the next se- th- this next offseason, if I'm John Wall, I go into a spot that I could just say, you know what? Ain't nobody there. Give me the ball. And 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 Charlotte, something like that. You know what I mean? Like because to me, right, like he's in a he's in a no-win situation because teams view him as just a guy. Um, but I, I feel like the buyout market this year can have an impact, especially on 
a team like the Bulls because there's pieces out there that just do something very specific really, really well. That's true. That's a great way to put it, actually. It's it's not it's not that these guys are are the oh my god over the top greats, right? Like they're not. Like if they were, they wouldn't have been bought out. You know, like there's mm-hmm. there's nobody on this market that turns us from the ninth seed in the East to a championship squad. There just isn't, and and that's not what you're expecting from the buyout market. But if you can find a guy that's just able to go out there and and do something very the Bill Belichick role, right? Do something very specific, really, really well. Then you you're doing well. That's a that's a good piece to add to your team. Um, and so I look at some guys. You know, Tance Ross seems like he's heading straight over to uh, Dallas, which is that I'm not gonna lie to you. That's gonna be an interesting uh, combination fit there because I kind of like it. I'm not. I kind of like it. Um, but I mean, outside of that, right? Like, who else? Reggie Jackson, yeah, Pat Bev. I like a Pat Bev's name. I'm, mm. I would. Should we bring Pat Bev home, bro? Like we keep talking about Russ, and Russ is a front runner. But yeah. should we bring Pat Bev home? Like if we miss what, out what on John Wall, would Pat and, Bev have on the Bulls? If we miss out on both the other two point guards, I, I would. I don't know how much playing wise, but I guarantee you he motivates people from that bench. I guarantee it. Um, that's listen. What have I talked about us? Here's, here's the one thing that I'll say. And Russ Can we hire him bring, as an assistant coach? Can we do that? Russ brings that. I don't want to see that because they hit fighting people. <laughs> Russ, Russ, Russ um brings this, but not as much as Pat Bev to me. I've talked about this at nauseum. We need somebody who's going to be the vocal grit and grime guy, the guy that's going to call you out and tell you you're not doing your job. You're not making these moves. You're not doing we got to go. And I'm not saying that everybody's going to listen to it, but you know what? Sometimes just having that voice in the room helps. That's Patrick Beverly. I thought it was AC, but it doesn't seem like it's AC, or at least it's not resonating. It's not hitting mm-hmm. home. I'm not saying you bring him in here and you play him 30 minutes a night like he was playing out in L.A., but if you give him 10, 15 minutes, I wouldn't be mad at that. He's a guy that still can come out, still can run the offense, still can make plays. He is a point guard. He's going to be able to go out there and help defensively on this team, but just that mindset that the Bulls just don't have right now. The one thing that that changes, Bulls won't be punks, or at least he won't. And you know what? He's going to come in, and that boy's so Chicago, he's going to bring that Chicago culture into the building. And (laughs) I need that because I ain't going to lie to you, bro. It pisses me. The, The only thing that pissed me off, Mm-hmm. Really about the game that we what's the last game we lost uh, to uh, Memphis, not the last game, but the game we lost to Memphis is the fact that, bro, they was just like, all right, we're going to play physical. And the Bulls was like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. But he hit me. Like that, it just blew my mind. I was just like, yeah. what, what are y'all doing? Y'all play professional sports. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, listen, that's what happens when you have uh, Zach Levine, light skinned self as your as your best player. You can take the identity of the best player. Um, no, but it, it it does bother me. The lack of heart from this team definitely definitely hurts. Um, and Pat Bev would would bring that for sure. Uh, and I I wouldn't mind if if the Bulls end up even if like I said if it's just for a back end of the bench they cut Tony Bradley bring in Pat Bev. I wouldn't be mad at that just for the culture yeah. part, portion of it. Like 
Because I guarantee you he's going to be over there with his camera. Do you see how you missed this play? We ain't got to worry about, about shoot around. I got the tape right here for you right now. Come sit next to me, Pat. Yeah. Do you see how you missed this box out? It'll be fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. listen, I don't know if it, I don't know how much it helps Pat Williams, but <laughs> at least you got somebody else in his ear just like, boy, if you don't ask dog in your heart, bro, <laughs> you're looking like a feline out here, bro. Come on now. Um, I mean, is there here's so so the some of the improbable names that are out there that would be in demand if they did get let away. Uh, the one name that popped up and we talked about it a little bit, but how would Kevin Love? This is a long shot. How would Kevin Love impact the Bro, Chicago? You, I think you asked me about. I don't know if we were talking I, or whatever. I, no, I think we were just having a conversation on the phone because he's getting a lot of DNPs on that team. I'm Bro. like, I was looking at Kevin Love. I was like, this man ain't played in almost a but month. Do you, do you remember how he looked against our first game against the Cleveland Cavaliers? He cooked us. Yeah. So it's like he has it in Great him. Thing. I just the the thing I worry about when it comes to Ke- to Kevin Love is this: is he brings rebounding, he brings some shooting. It's literally everything else in the game, bro. Yeah. Like who's who does who does Kevin Love defend in a modern day NBA? Other guys that don't defend. <laughs> I, was, I couldn't. Even, I was not expecting you to ask me that. I'm question. just saying, bro. Like, it's, that's my biggest concern. Is like, all right, yeah, you get you get us seven to eight extra rebounds, which are extra possessions for the offensive end. I got you, but then I'm worried about the eight or ten points you give up in eight or ten minutes because Kevin Love, even at his his prime, wasn't a plus defender. So now I'm like, hey, man, listen, I'm worried about that. I I I I get it. Um, I think the one weird part about this Bulls team is that right, like it, it just feels like they haven't picked a lane with anything they do, with anything they've done. I don't know what 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 our identity is offensively or defensively. At times, we look like one of the best Hope. defensive teams in That's the NBA. That's our identity. Hope. But it's it's just so weird, bro. But but, yeah. but I I also think that I, I think that goes back to our first segment, right, of Billy Donovan doing an unbelievable job, right, like. You need to figure out and buy in on what, like, you know what I give the Dallas Mavericks credit on? They said we're not defending nobody. We're just going to outscore everybody. we just going to outscore you. Yeah. Hey, they're going to get Terrence Ross. You know what Terrence Ross can do? He can score. He can't defend nobody. You know what uh, Kyrie Irving does? He can score. Uh, what, what's Christian uh, Wood do? One of the worst defenders I've seen outside of Michael Porter Jr. He can put up 20. Uh, what we got? We got Luka. Luka ain't stopping nobody. He can put up 20. Like, that's just starting lineup. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the first five people that walk on the court. That's how you start your day. They have oh, no intentions of stopping anyone. That is hilarious, bro. That's funny and accurate. That's why it's so funny because it's accurate as hell. Oh, we um, don't do that here, right? Like, like some yeah. games we can outscore the rest of the world. Some games we're one of the best defensive teams, but we're never something consistently. It's still back to that consistency, and so and that's what's funny because one of the first things that we talked about from the first. Day training camp open. Well, we had that clip of Billy Donovan saying, right now we need to build an identity. Yeah. Right now it's been six months, bruh. See, look, they're taking me out of focus. They don't even want the world to see the message I got for them. Uh, we ain't built an identity yet. Let's hope that we can build one uh, between now and the start of the next. Like, like, much like AK, I ain't got much hope left for this season, bro. Let's make it through and see what we can do. Let's keep it pushing. Yeah, man, that's that's all I got. Um, follow us on everything at like, well, I got one more actually. Uh long shot young player that never got an opportunity. One more for you. Josh Primo. No. Jesus. 
Um, no, absolutely not. I'm gonna eat them words probably one day. He probably gonna come out. Watch him be the signing in this offseason. Oh my god, I just I'm done. Locked on Bulls is over. I'll see y'all next season. Um, no, uh, Kevin Knox was traded out to Portland, and we've seen Kevin Knox get like three games where he he buyout candidate. They say he may get bought out. They're saying on the athletic right here, it's saying that he's a possible buyout candidate. They it's not clear what the uh, Blazers' plans are for him. He's a 23-year-old combo forward. He's shown flashes, but he's never actually gotten an opportunity to be on a court consistently with either the Knicks or Detroit. See, what what, what you just – maybe not this bio market, but you just made me afraid for next offseason because he's absolutely an AK prototype player. His wingspan, his wingspan is like 7'1". I think he's like 6'8". That's – AK automatically just go ahead and come come through. We got some. And you. am I same draft as P Will? No, he was the year before P Will. Was he before P Will? I believe he was the year before P Will. Um, Jesus, man, I, I hope not. I I have not no a, interest not in that. Not a fan in a, in a reclamation project or a rebuild I'm, project. I am a, I am a fan of him in a re, in trying to rebuild his game, but. I think at this deadline we're trying to build something that's going to help our playoff push. So yeah. I say no for this for this buyout market. But in the offseason, yeah. I wouldn't mind Kevin Knox on the two way. Hey, let's see what the Bulls do, man. Hey, that's all I got, man. Follow me on everything at Path the Designer. You can follow us here at Locked On Bulls. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Absolutely. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the wonderful podcast that we call. Locked on Bulls. Now, for your second listen, go and check out Locked on Game to Game NBA. Uh, all the latest news, rumors, breakdown, analysis, the only the way that Locked on can do it. Check on Locked on Game to Game, available on YouTube, uh, the Odyssey app, and wherever you get your podcasts. My brain, got, we're having strokes all the way around today. Uh, but that is it for this for today's episode of Locked on Bulls. Thank you for tuning in. We out this mug. Peace, y'all. Peace, y'all. Russell Westbrook with the turnover. <laughs>